Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. This is the Entree Architect Podcast, Episode 82. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. I often find myself living in the past or in the future. I have my head down, focused on my plans, and getting things done. It's not uncommon for me to go days without really experiencing the present. It's not good. It's not good for me. It's not good for my work. It's not good for my family. I'm a dreamer. My number one strength, according to the Strength Finders. 2.0 book is futuristic. People who are inspired by the future and what could be, and they inspire others with their vision of the future. I love to dream. I love to dream about about what could be. I've done it my entire life, and and I don't want to change. One of the reasons that I have accomplished so much in my life is because I dare to dream big dreams. But it's important. It's important to live today to experience the here and the now and enjoy this day. It's important to be present. In this episode of the Entree Architect Podcast, I'm going to share my five rules for living your life in the present. 
This episode of the Entree Architect Podcast is brought to you by the Get Focused Course. 16 videos that will show you how to get things done and live a successful, stress-free life as a small firm architect. Visit GetFocusedCourse.com. With Futuristic as my number one strength, it is a daily struggle to live anywhere but in my head in a world of the future that only exists in my dreams. Sounds weird, doesn't it? But I'm working hard to make it happen. So today, I wanna share my five rules for living a life in the present. I shared my thoughts on being a dreamer back in episode 47. And I know many of you as architects are dreamers too, so I I invite you to share, uh, to check out episode 47, I shared five ways to focus your gift as a dreamer in episode 47. So I would, I would suggest that you check that out to succeed. We not only need to dream big and plan for our futures, but we must also focus on what needs to be accomplished right now to take action on the dreams and focus on the here and now. So here are my five rules for living a life in the present. Number one, You've heard me say this over and over and over again. Number one, have a plan. It is the most powerful tool that I have found to, to, to focus in and live in the present. A plan allows me to take all of those dreams and all of those ideas for the future and focus them. It allows me to filter out all the someday maybes and, the, and get to the let's do this. I have a master plan for my entire life. It includes a narrative describing how my life will look like in five years from now. I have a mission and a vision and goals and action plan. My life plan is based on my integrated life, which includes both my family and my firm. So the plan includes information for my family and my firm. It includes a business plan and a personal plan. It's all one big plan with sections in it. I have goals and action plans for each role of my life. So I have goals for being a father. I have goals for being a husband. I have goals for being a leader in my in my profession. I have goals for uh, running Five Cat Studio. I have goals uh, for for um, uh, being a good son. So I have goals for all of these different roles in my life. And knowing that I have a map, a, a plan, a life plan, allows me to stay more grounded. It allows me to stay present, knowing that I have this document, knowing that I have all of these ideas that are floating around in my head, all of these, these, these ideas, these, these things, these, these, this world of the future, uh, it allows me to document it and put it away in a document and let me focus on today, focus on the things that are right in front of me and right now. So number one, the the number one rule for living a life in the present is to have a plan. Number two, second rule, is develop good habits. Establishing a positive early morning routine and and getting your day off to a good start. That routine uh, will sort of help you get get your day off to a good start. A, a, A good start, a morning start, allows you to settle down and get to work. And exercising every day. You know, I do 
um, I've started doing my age in push-ups. I'm 45 years old, so I do 45 push-ups every morning. Uh, I started doing that a few months ago. That was a recommendation by uh, my friend uh, Michael O'Neill over at the Solopreneur uh, podcast. Um, excellent uh, Solopreneur Hour podcast. You can go to solohour.com and check out uh, Michael's podcast. Really good. It'd, it'd be excellent for anybody who uh, is a solopreneur, solo um, uh, sole proprietor architects are all solopreneurs, so uh, you can check that out. And Michael recommended that we do our age and push-ups, and so I've been doing that for the last couple of months and have seen a traumatic uh, change in my body and, and the way I feel. I also walk every day uh, about two to three miles every morning. And so that's another good habit that I've developed. Um, eating a good healthy diet is a habit that has always been my weakness, and so I work Every day, I'm trying to do that. I, I love my desserts. I love my sweets. And so eating a good, healthy diet is a habit that I'm working on. Um, getting to bed on time, sleeping eight hours per day, that is something that I changed uh, about a year ago uh, after feeling some health issues about not sleeping enough. And so I used to work eight hours a day or more with Five Cat Studio, and then I would... Uh, have dinner with my family, and then I'd go back to work for another six to eight hours on Entree Architect. And so I've stopped doing that because I need to sleep. I used to live on about four hours of sleep a day. I did that for years, uh, and that is not good. That is very unhealthy, and I actually have, uh, to this day, feel the effects of that lack of sleep. Uh, so changing that and setting up good habits of getting to bed on time and sleeping eight hours per day is a, is a good habit. All of these routines, once established as habits, help us to keep our priorities in line and allows us to live each day for each day. It allows us to focus on the things that matter most. You hear me say that all the time, the things that matter most. It allows us to be present for our work and for our loved ones and for ourselves. So once you have these habits, much like a, a plan, it becomes part of who you are and part of what you do and you no longer have to think about those things. They just happen. And by that happening, it allows you to focus on the things that are, are before you, the things that, that are uh, important right now. And so, and, and the best habit of all, this is the best habit of all, is to actually be present. Pay attention to what's right in front of you right now at this moment. And that's not hard. I mean, that, that is hard. That's not easy to do. For me, that's difficult. But it's something that I practice. It's something that, that I'm getting better at. I actually practice being present. When I find myself you know, daydreaming and, and going off into that haze of the future uh, or the past, I have to remind myself to come back, come back to the present, come back to what's happening right now. And I actually say that to myself in my head, live in the moment, be present. Be present is a, is a, is a, uh, a, 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 um, uh, I guess it would be a mantra um, in my daily activity is to be present. Um, and so number two, the number two rule for living a life in the present is to de develop good habits. Um, number three, the third rule for living a life in the present is connect with yourself. Connect with yourself. I've, I've always been very tuned in with my emotions. You can ask my mom. Uh, since I've been a child, uh, I've been very, very in touch with who I am and where I've come from 
and where I'm going. It's something that's always been very easy for me. Uh, I have faith and I live with certainty. I know that uh, certain things will happen. Even if I don't know how uh, or where I'm going, I live with certainty that it's the right thing. Uh, that gives me lots and lots of uh, confidence to, to move forward. But recently, in the past few years, as I've embarked on this journey with Entree Architect and, and growing it to be an influential force in the profession, it, it requires me to have a, a focus a lot of attention, put a lot of energy and a lot of dedication uh, behind Entree Architect. And deciding to take my architecture firm, Five Cat Studio, virtual and essentially rebuilding the business plan from the ground up I have found myself working very hard and, and very determined and very focused on the things outside myself. And so I needed to find my way back, find my way back to that self-awareness that I once felt so powerful and so natural. So I've been exploring the practice of meditation. Uh, I'm, I'm working to develop meditation into a habit. Again, it's not very easy. Um, but meditation is something that I've been, I've been working on. Uh, and curr currently, it's sort of bouncing around my schedule. I'm not sure where and when is the best time to do it. So I'm experimenting with different times in different places uh, with meditation. But meditation is probably the, the one of the most intentional acts available to us to be present. The, uh, the entire practice of meditation is focused on just that, on being in tune with your thoughts and your body and the way your thoughts work, and the way your body work, uh, works, and, and being in control of your thoughts, uh, and being in, in control of your body. So as I practice, I'll, I'll learn to use these techniques of meditation to refocus throughout my day. So as I find myself getting stressed, or find myself um, fading, fading off into um, the future or the past, I can use the, the techniques that I'm learning in meditation to kind of refocus my day and come back to the present, uh, come back to myself. The third rule is to connect with myself. Um, I'm using a, uh, an app called Headspace. You can find that on the, um, on the, uh, Apple, um, the Apple App Store. Uh, they, I don't know if they have a version on Android or not, but you can find it uh, in the iPhone. Um, Headspace, it's, it's, it's great. It starts with a program called 10 in 10. It's a free 10 uh, session program that actually leads you and teaches you to learn the basics of meditation. It's a 10-minute guided meditation. Uh, there's a few animated videos that sort of des describes and, and explains the basics of meditation and what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, it's an exceptional app to get started with meditation. And they do have paid versions beyond the 10 in 10. Um, they're looking to, it's a business, so they're, they, you can continue. Uh, I have not yet gotten to that point, but it's $7 per month. I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, paying for it actually will possibly help me focus in even more on making it a routine and making it a habit. Uh, the accountability that comes with paying for something uh, makes you more focused in, in doing it. When I first started using meditation and experimenting with meditation, uh, I went on the, the um, uh, I found a podcast called Meditation Oasis. And it's, uh, it's great. It has um, podcasts, episodes that are about 10 or 20 minutes long and they are 
essentially they're just guided meditation sessions. They have uh, sessions like deep relaxation and simply being and emotional ease, body awareness, letting go, guided meditation for grief. Uh, And this is a good one. Enhance your creativity uh, meditation. So you can actually meditate specifically on the goal of enhancing your creativity. And so uh, Meditation Oasis has lots and lots of different sessions specifically designed for specific goals. And so um, it's a it's a great place. You can go to meditationoasis.com or you can go uh, on the App Store and find it um, or on iTunes and find it in the podcast section under Meditation Oasis. They have a free, on the website, they have a free how-to. Um, and she also has, if you want to go deeper into the practice of meditation, she has an online meditation course that you can enroll in and learn much, much more uh, about um, meditation. I, I think what I'm going to do is when I finish the 10 and 10 with Headspace, I think I'm going to go and, and enroll with the $7 per month and continue the journey with Headspace and kind of learn what they have to teach me. And then eventually the idea is to is to be able to do it myself. I can do it myself. I've done it myself. I do it myself every day. Um, but it's really nice to uh, to follow somebody who is intentionally uh, creating a an app a program for beginners and and to and to learn about uh, meditation and the benefits of it so the third rule is to connect with yourself and I do that through meditation number four the fourth rule is get focused on the things that matter most You've heard me say that and you've been hearing me say that a lot lately because of my Get Focused course. But organizing my tasks and scheduling them um, is a big deal. That's something that really, really helps you focus on the things that you, you, things that matter most, but also the things that need to get done. And so the things that need to get done now in the, in the, in the present. And so by having all of your tasks organized and managed, um, you can stay focused on the things that need to be done today and be present. Uh, last episode of the Entree Architect podcast, I shared my five tools for productivity and pursuing a paperless studio. That's episode 81 at entrearchitect.com slash episode 81. Um, so you can check that out. That that, that episode will, will uh, I talked about my tools for productivity and how to stay organized and how to stay focused on the things that matter most. I have found that it is impossible to stay present if my mind is constantly thinking about what's next. You know, what's the next most important thing to do on my to-do list? I can't stay in the present if I have to constantly be thinking about what's next in the future. So having it all organized and managed is a great way to stay present. We need to have a system for organizing these tasks and, and a way to simply get them done, a simply a system that, that allows us to capture any new idea that comes into our head or any task that, that you need that you know now needs to be done. Um, you need a system where you can quickly plug that into a, a way to manage them. And so I've, I've shared in episode 81 and in the Get Focused course, um, my tools that I use Nosebee and um, my calendar to, to do that in a very, very simple system. Um, the Get Focus course talks a l- much more about that. It's 16 videos sharing everything I know about developing good habits and creating uh, a simple system for managing tasks and getting things done. 
Um, you can go to getfocusedcourse.com. That, that is the sponsor of this episode. So you can check that out at getfocusedcourse.com. But um, living in the near future or, or thinking about the recent past of missed deadlines or, or items that are not yet accomplished will lead to stress and, and, and an unhealthy life. To be present, we need to get focused. We need to get focused on the now. We need, to, to, we need a way to know what's next. Um, what is the most important thing that needs to be done right now in the present? And that system will allow you to do that. So whether you use my system in the Get Focused course or you use some other system, what, what matters is that you get focused and that you get productive and you, and you manage your tasks. You don't want to uh, go, you know, go through your to-do list and, and, and have the, the 10 things that I need to get done and, and remind yourself the nine things that you have not yet done. That's not a good way of staying focused uh, and staying in the present. You're just constantly thinking about what needs to be done or the things that you have not yet done. And so by having a system in place and and uh, managing those tasks and having a way that you can get them on your calendar and scheduling them and getting them done uh, is a great way to stay focused and to live in the present. So number four, the fourth rule for living a life in the present is to get focused. Get focused on the things that matter most is number four. Um, and I highly recommend that you check out getfocusedcourse.com uh, and see what I have to offer there for you. I really, truly believe that that course will change your life. And I know it's a big statement, but I really do feel that focusing in and learning how to get the things that need to get done done uh, will change your life. And so I, I, I hope you go check it out. Uh, the fifth rule, the fifth and final rule for living a life in the present is release the routine. So I talked about developing routines and establishing good habits, but the opposite is also very helpful. Releasing the routine to stay, to stay out of the haze of living in the future or in the past and enjoying your life today in the present you want to get out of your routines. You want to step out of the things that you do over and over and over and over again. The first thing you want to do is just stop. Just stop. We're constantly moving and, and working and pushing to get to the deadlines, to get the projects done. We're constantly moving to try to find the next project to get the bills paid and to do this and to do that and, and to get the kids to where they need to go and, and, to, and to make sure that your, your spouse is, is, uh, is, um, is, is cared for. Sometimes we just need to stop and just take a deep breath and focus on right now. Focus on yourself and just stop. Release the routine. Also, Getting out of your normal daily routine, like joining a, a local networking group is great. Um, you want to meet new people. Go out and, and go meet some new people. Go shopping and say hello to somebody and start talking to them. Um, like I said, networking groups are great for, for meeting new people. Even if it's not leading to business, it gets you out of your head. It gets you out of your daily routine and it sort of keeps you uh, uh, focused on what's happening right now. You can go attend a conference, kind of take it to the next level and go attend a conference. When I go to conferences, I'm very much in the present because all of my future and my past and my work is put on hold and I'm just focused on the topic of that conference. So I love attending conferences 
and, and releasing that routine. You could join a group like Entree Architect Academy, my uh, my membership group at, at uh, entrearchitect.com slash academy. You can find out more about that. But but when you join an academy like that, or join a membership group like that with with like-minded people who, who are working the same way you're working and struggling the same way you're struggling and succeeding the same way you're struggling and are there to help you and support you and to listen and, and to guide, that is a great way to get out of your daily routine, to get out of the things that you do every single day and maybe meet once a week like the Academy does with, with a group of people that you care about and you want to help succeed and they want to help you succeed. It's a great way to release the routine. Another one is take the day off. Just spontaneously take the day off. Schedule it if you have to. Put it on your calendar. Look at your calendar right now and look a week from now and take next Thursday off. Just put it on your calendar. Boom, day it off, day off. Nobody will know you did it. No one will know you did it. They'll just assume that you're at a meeting. Take the day off and go do something. Take a long lunch. If you can't take the whole day, take a long lunch. Go surprise your spouse or your partner and, and just pick them up and take them away for a few hours. Go sit by a lake and have a picnic. That's something that my mom taught me a long, long time ago. She used to do that with us as kids. She would just spontaneously pick us up and take us away We'd go to the deli, grab some sandwiches, and go sit by a lake. It's a thing that that I love to do, even to this day. I'll go do that by myself, or I'll take Anne Marie and we'll go we'll go to the to a local farm and sit and watch the cows while we eat dinner or eat lunch. It's a great way to kind of release the routine, get out of your your normal habits, and to do something spontaneous and live today and live in the moment. Uh, day trips are great for that, also to kind of. Uh, schedule short little vacations. If you can't take an entire vacation, just take day trips or actually take a vacation. And when you go on vacation, unplug, turn it all off and experience new places, new people and do new things. So number five is release the routine. So that's my five rules. Those are my five rules. The number one rule is have a plan, put together a plan, so you know where you're going. You need a roadmap for your life. You need to know where you want to go and how you're going to get there. Because if you don't, life is just going to take you where it wants. And if it's not where you want to go, you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be. So number one is have a plan. Number two is develop good habits. Make sure that you're, you're, you're starting your day off right. And you're exercising and you're eating properly and you're going to bed on time. And you're actually practicing the habit of being present. All of these other things are good, but actually practicing being present, being conscious of, of being present, being intentional about being present. Develop good habits. Number three, connect with yourself. We talked all about meditation and the Headspace app. It's a, it's a great app. I highly recommend it. Number four is get focused on the things that matter most. Get your life in order. Get your tasks managed and know what you need to do next. It's a great way to, to, to not have to constantly be thinking about the future, you know, your short-term, immediate future. And number five, release the routine. Get out of those habits. Get out of those routines and do something spontaneous. Go meet new people. Go take the people you love out for a quick trip and do some, some things. My mom always says, make some memories. So go make some memories. It's a great way to, to live today. So that's it. Those are my five rules for living your life in the present. 
and I and I hope you loved my uh, my ideas here. I hope you do it too, and uh, I hope you live in the present. So the first thing I want to know is, am I, am I crazy? Am I the only one who struggles with this issue? Do you need to actively focus on living in the present or, or do you just do that every day? Am I the only one who does this? I don't know. And that's why I put together this episode because I want to know. I want to know if you struggle with this, with this issue or is it easy for you to live in the present? So go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 82. Check out the show notes and leave a comment and let me know. Let me know whether you struggle with living in the present. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I I really hope that you found it worth your time to listen today. I do want you to go to iTunes at entrearchitect.com slash iTunes and leave me a review. But, But even more than that, even more than that, go tell a friend. Right now, if there's a friend next to you, tell them this is a great podcast. Go listen to it the Entree Architect podcast. Email a friend, send them a link. That's what I want you to do this week. Forget about the review. The reviews are very useful for me and iTunes. So if you want to do that, go do that. But I, but what I want to do, I want everybody who's listening here, I have like seven to, to 8,000 people who listen to each episode. I want you right now, each and every one of you, to go tell seven or 8,000 people. And we're going to double it this week. So go tell a friend. Do that for me. Show notes and a direct link uh, to download an episode of this episode can be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 82. And don't forget, this episode was brought to you by the Get Focused course, 16 videos that'll show you how to get things done and live a successful, stress-free life as a small firm architect. You can find out more about that at getfocusedcourse.com. And before we go, quote of the week, very, very relevant to this topic. This one's by Emily Dickinson, the author. You remember her from high school, right? Not You didn't know Emily Dickinson in high school, but you probably read a lot of her work in high school. Her quote is, forever is composed of nows. I love that. Forever is composed of nows. So live in the now, because forever is composed of nows. Thank you for being here. My name is Mark R. LePage, and I am an entrepreneur architect. I'll see you next week. And go tell a friend. It's the last thing I want to say. Go tell a friend. Thanks. Have a great week. mentioned it to my family but in terms of telling people like oh yeah we're doing this i'm looking for projects you got anything i'm I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me dreaming of launching your own architecture firm well buckle up for a wild ride with emerging the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm where do we begin we don't even know what type of business to formalize as is it an llc is it an llp like how are taxes i mean the list is astronomical (laughs) Season 1 featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris 
Owners of Level Studio Architecture are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then you know in your head you've rooted like oh I'm connected to these people like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome, and I think it's it's so real to this day. I I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us? Can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.